Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, I have a vitally important update for you. Oh, what's the update? Vitally important. Vital? Yes. Nothing is more important than this update. Have you run out of toilet paper? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So you're safe then. We're we're stocked. If I don't know if you remember, I told you we accidentally hoarded toilet paper. <laughs> I I did forget. I pulled a mic and I did forget that story. So is well, you didn't pull a mic because if you had pulled a mic, you would have told the story again, thinking <laughs> you've never told this it. That's true. Yes, a mic adjacent. I did a mic adjacent. Yeah. Yes. So important news. I finally beat Assassin's Creed. It's over. It's done. Thank. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) So how many hours, Mike? How many hours did it take you? 158 hours. Would you say that you got your 59.95 out of this game? I would say so. Yes. That's what? Less than 50 cents an hour? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like uh, 33 cents an hour. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. No, I, I really enjoyed it. And I am now finally at a point where I can... Start a new game plus and start all over again and no. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, Mike. Doom will take you about 20 hours. Maybe maybe 25 on the high end, yeah. It's it's happening. Doom is in the system and at some point I will pop on and start finally playing oh, Return. Oh, good. Good. Then we can start talking about that game, Mike. Only a month and a half late. <laughs> 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 I guess more than it's almost been 2 months I think since it's come out now, so it was March 20th. We're coming up. It's only 10 more days until yeah, the 20th. I was say we're ten or nine or 10 days short of that. Okay. Yes, we're coming close. We're coming close. But otherwise, I'm doing good. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good too, Mike. We have decided, and by we, I mean you and I, that this is going to be a happy episode. We are going to talk <laughs> happy things this yeah, week. I, yeah, that's kind of my bad. We were really dragging things down during this quarantine pandemic thing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, somebody called you services yeah, on me. That's somebody, right. yeah, yeah. It's all been a big drag on my end. I'm sorry, <laughs> but when 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 the show is about our lives, it's kind of what happened, you know. <laughs> so yes, that's true. That is true. But we're going to try not to do that this week. We're going to try to no. keep it all light and fluffy like a pancake. Yeah. So I'm just not going to talk from here on out. <laughs> yeah. Prepare yourself for the most excruciating 43 remaining minutes of your entire life. <laughs> it's an old Chris episode all the time. <laughs> I'm just going to go mm-hmm, and yep for the rest of the yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Just gently nod so I can tell that the connection is still alive. That's the important thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben learned a new trick, Mike. And I have successfully injured myself while teaching him the new trick. Oh, really? Do you want to take a guess? Take a guess. How do you injure yourself while teaching him? Yeah, so I, so, so I did the trick in order to sort of show him. Right. Injured myself doing that, and then he pulled off the trick successfully. Was it a somersault? You are correct, Mike. You are correct. Oh, what wow. A, my God, you must be a dad. Yeah, well, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> that is actually one of the things I was going to mention was that William is reaching through his legs and grabbing things behind him. And any day now, he's going to somersault uh, by accident. Just by pure ass luck. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So that, that's what I was thinking because you're like, I'm like, what could you, what could you do that a baby might be learning? And, and I was like, 
oh, somersault, because that's kind of what William is, is almost doing. So, yes, so tell me, tell me how you injured yourself. Well, okay. So to take a step back, Ben has been like getting in the somersault position. So he's been like standing on his feet, bending over at like a complete 180 degree thing because only kids are able to bend that much. And he's been like putting his head on the ground, but he just hasn't figured out how to do the push, right? You know, he just, he's kind of like pyramiding all the time. And we couldn't figure out what it was for the longest time. Then we realized, oh, he's trying to do a somersault. So, you know, I've pushed him over a few times. He wasn't getting it. So I was like, I am going to show him how this is done. And Mike, I'm sure your house has become exactly the same as my house where you've got like one room where you've got all of his toys and all of his crap. And because it's the quarantine, you're just saying, you know, screw it. I don't care about picking up anything. So we were doing it in there and I decided, well, I'm going to do this. And then I kind of get on my hands and got my head on the ground. I'm like, man, this, I remember somersaults being a lot easier than this. (laughs) Maybe it's because (laughs) I'm 35 now and haven't done a somersault in maybe 25 years or something like that. But so I decided, okay, I'm just going to go for it. And Tiff was in the room at the same time. And she keeps saying, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, I think you should move more. (laughs) I don't think this is a good idea. That's a bad idea, Chris. Like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I kind of like shovel some stuff out of the way. So then I decide I'm just going to go for it. So I kind of like jump over top because that's the only way I can think of how to do it. And I successfully achieved the somersault, Mike. I just want you to know that first. But then my back successfully rammed itself into a wooden piece of fruit. (laughs) And I I can't show anybody, but I can show you later. I have a shape of a orange directly on my (laughs) lower back right now. That's probably going to be a real sweet ass bruise come tomorrow or Wednesday. So uh, sounds good. But then you know what? Ben just went right after me, did it perfect. So it was worth it, right? And he he didn't land on any fruit? He did not land on any fruit. And plus kids, I'm pretty sure they could jump into like a, a bed of nails and be like, oh, this was great. I have a great time now, right? They don't feel pain the same way we do. I feel like William pulls his Duplos out to add an element of danger to walking around his room. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't really play with the Duplos. But he'll like just oh, pull the box out, dump out the box, and then go on his way and like try to go to the bookcase and grab books and stuff. But to get to the books, he's got to wade through a mountain of, of Duplos. So, yeah, I'm of the mind that he's just creating an obstacle course for himself. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's his room. He needs to defend his land, you know? Yeah, he's leaving traps like it's home alone. (laughs) I was going to say traps, yeah, or like landmines, kind of like baby landmines out there. So, anyway, yeah, so he's doing somersaults now, which is really funny to watch. And then we also realize that Ben has more empathy than you and I and our wives could, could have possibly combined. So, my dad, emergency room, injured his finger oh. the other day. And, and so, he we were FaceTiming him, and he had a nice giant finger bandage. He basically got his finger stuck in the uh, a belt sander. So, oh. d- don't ask me how you do that, <laughs> but yeah. he did. He's fine. He is fine. It just ended up being like a kind of a deepish cut, but he's okay. But he saw it, you know, we, he showed Ben on the FaceTime. And he was like, oh, grandpa's got an ouchie. And Ben is one of those kids, like, we have a picture of Henry from the the Santa thing, where it was Ben and Henry, and Henry was crying. If Ben looks at that picture long enough, Ben starts to cry, because Henry is crying in the picture. So now, all of a sudden, he's just obsessed with grandpa's ouchie. 
you know, grandpa ouchie, grandpa ouchie, you know, before going to bed, that's all he worries about. And he thinks about grandpa and then he starts to cry because grandpa has an ouchie on his finger. And it's like, <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. So grandpa got the bandage off today and he just has a regular little bandaid now. And he's like, look, man, look at up, gra- ouchie bye bye. Ouchie's gone. And it's like, ouchie, grandpa ouchie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very adorable but it's clearly he's been traumatized apparently his grandpa is his favorite person on the entire planet so of course yeah forget you guys yeah no no yeah he doesn't give two shits about us you know we just give him food that's all <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i don't know what else to be oh i guess he's been doing this thing for a while now i might as well it's been on my list it's been burning a hole on my list ben loves pizza I think when you and Laura and William came over one time months ago, he got super excited about pizza. So now he does this big, like if he sees a pizza box, he like reaches to the ground and then like jumps up in the air, raises his hands in the air and just goes, pizza. (laughs) (laughs) And he does that repeatedly until he gets the pizza. So I just thought that was kind of a cute little story, Mike. It's good with all the doom and gloom that I keep. Bring you to the show. Let's yeah, have a fun yeah. pizza story. Yeah, exactly. but didn't didn't we already talk about the fact that uh, when it comes to Ben, Ben is enthralled with any shape that comes in a triangle form? It is possible. I, I remember the triangle form thing. What was the other foods that he liked in triangle shape? Tortillas. Pie? Tortillas, I think, was one. Oh, like, okay. Oh, yeah, like quesadillas. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything that was in a triangle shape was the perfect food. So I remember that. Yeah, boy, we really have switched roles today, Mike. You're like the the fact checker guy here now. <laughs> but again, you're not telling me the story of of the triangle. No, that's that he's true. Eating. That's true. You're being like, oh, I forgot that. So Chris's thing is you just straight up forget, and my thing is I forget and just tell the same stories over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But anyway, that's kind of that's been it. That's been it. But anyway, so how is how is William doing? Uh, he's good. Um, <laughs> that catch you well, off I, guard that you wanted to talk about William during this podcast, Mike. <laughs> remember my I, I says my first thing I was going to talk about was the the somersault thing, and I've already talked about that. So oh, I'm okay, like, oh okay. crap, what's the next thing on my list as I move through? But move. Speaking of moving through, when it comes to William, the new thing is spinning. Spinning is the new hotness, right? Okay. William William will spin. I have seen it with my own eyes several times, where he will just spin and get dizzy and fall down and then i have to help him back up and then he will continue to spin and just like over and over and over again like i i'm shocked that he's not thrown up and is he like laughing while he's oh yeah he loves it he loves it he's just laughing and falling down and i have to keep catching him because he likes to do it in these weird spaces where he's like an inch from the wall so he's just like and you gotta like protect his head you know so so something else i discovered about william that it was just kind of like oh okay well this is very up my alley and i don't know why i didn't try this sooner because i just kind of stumbled onto it by accident is every so often you know like william is just playing with blocks right you know nothing really too dire for you to kind of keep an eye on him for. He's not going to throw himself down the stairs while he's sitting there playing with his blocks. Sure, right? yeah. So it's a moment to, to sneak a peek at the phone and, and see what's going on in the world. And I, I find that I've actually been going on Twitter a lot more lately. 
And one of the other podcasts that I follow, it's a gaming podcast, but it's a dad gaming podcast. You know, I just want to know, what are other dads talking about? You know? Right, right. That other podcast I've actually mentioned on the show before, it's called Married to the Games. And it's it's unlike us, where we talk about a whole bunch of nerdy things, they talk about just video games and stuff. I mean, obviously, they end up talking about nerdy stuff, but it's at its yeah, core. Pr- primarily. Primarily. It is a video yeah. game podcast. Okay. Anyway, they posted on a previous episode, they were talking about a band that plays jazz renditions of video game themes. And the one guy posted it on their, their Twitter account. And he said, this is the band that I was talking about. And it was a medley of jazz versions of Super Mario 64 music. Okay. And, and I put it on and I was like, oh, I'll just put it on for just a second. William probably won't care. And it came on and William stopped what he was doing. And he took my phone and, it was just music, right? Like it wasn't, you know, video or anything. And he just sat and held my phone and listened to the Super Mario jazz music. Oh. And goodness. I'm like, interesting. So is this a thing? Like, is do you like, is it the jazz music or is it the video game music? So I went, I pulled it, like we went out into the other room and I threw up a Spotify playlist of video game music and it started playing like the Pokemon theme, like from like the battles. Right. So it was like, and he starts dancing away and I'm like, interesting. William likes video game music. (laughs) So I put on this playlist and it was all like music from like Super Mario Brothers 3 and and Pokemon and just all this like whimsical video game music and stuff. and, And he was loving it. And and I mentioned it to Lauren. She's like, I would assume it's all fun sounding stuff. Like it makes sense to me that 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 would be something that he would find like fun and and dancing, you know, dancing to it. So I mean, it's not like I threw like BFG division at him or something like that. <laughs> no, no, you can save that for maybe his like second birthday. Yeah, I have played him BFG division <laughs> before. Though he was much younger, he was in the pack and play. And it was a Saturday and Laura was at work and I'm like, you know, I, I want to listen because I have the Doom soundtrack uh, as a record. And I'm like, you know, what? I don't get to listen to this as often as I like. So I threw it on. Like, it was funny because he's sitting there watching me as I have this Doom soundtrack playing. And I just start like fake rocking out and he's watching me. And he loved it. He loved watching me rock out to, to BFG Division and the rest of the Doom soundtrack. But I did not throw it at him the other day. Only whimsy, fun, silly things right. like Super Mario Brothers 3 overworld themes and he loved that yeah. stuff I, was, I was gonna say ben ben really likes metal music too like metallica and all that stuff so maybe william would like the bfg division stuff well another day another yeah. day i'll have to toss it on while he's just kind of hanging out throw on the the throw on the record again i i've put on a couple soundtracks that are that are a little more atmospheric i will say they, they're not energetic like halo theme song sort of deal like Silent Hill and oh. but the, but the Silent Hill two it's Silent Hill two and Silent Hill two soundtrack at least in when it comes to the the record is a lot more like ambient atmospheric music it's not like horror it's it's like guitar music right you know right like think of think of the Last of Us theme it's it's music like that you mm-hmm. know where it's just like just twanging away on a guitar and and like little pianos and stuff like that like it's not like the monster is coming, da, 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 you know, nothing like that. You know, it's it's just like do 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 do. Yes, like that. that's right. Nice and chill, you know. 
So that's the I, maybe I, that's what we'll transition. We'll go from whimsical Mario Brothers themes, and then we'll transition back into the ambient themes, and then we'll get into the BFD division. And, and, <laughs> yeah, okay, and, yeah. You don't want to make the Mass that Effect swing, soundtrack. Yeah, you don't want to make that swing too crazy. You only want no, no. a gentle, a gentle transition. Yeah, ease them into it. Ease them into it. But you know, the, maybe what I should start playing is music from Animal Crossing. And we know that Laura is a big fan of Animal Crossing. She's been playing a lot of it as of late. Something that actually ended up happening was Laura was complaining. I don't know how much you know about Nintendo Switches, but something that is very, very common with Switches is joystick drift. Do you know joystick drift? So what exactly is joystick drift? So basically what happens is you, you look at your joystick, right? Say you're trying to go right. Yeah. Well, the game, your character is going left because the, the, the stick is, is drifting. And it will also happen when you're not touching the stick. Like you, you'll be, I've seen the controller sitting on the table and the character running to the left, you know, like, like it just. So it's, it's like, uh, like that old Nintendo 64 problem where the joystick eventually kind of breaks and just sort of like is super loose. Yeah, the same well, kind of idea. Well, it's not even it's not even loose. Like it still does it. It just is un. It's not as responsive. Oh, okay. And okay. and it adds inputs that are not being input. Kind right. Of okay. Thing. I got you. And ours actually started doing that. And I mean, it. I obviously it happened pretty quick because ours is used. I bought my switch from my coworker, and he's like, I never had drift issues. And I'm like, I had drift issues the second you gave it to me. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like. <laughs> I see what happened. You swindler. Now I know why you charged me so little for it. But anyway, I haven't been using it that often and Laura's been using it a lot. So she really has noticed the stick drift. So the other night she's sitting there and she's just absolutely pulling her hair out because of the stick drift. What's happening is she's trying to like dig up, like she's trying to change the, the terrain of her, her island, like, cause you can change it and make it look nice. You can add waterfalls and all this stuff. Sure. Yeah. And she's trying to raise the terrain and, and, and make like a, uh, like a cliff or something. And every single time that she is trying to do it, her character turns to the left and she puts it in the wrong spot because of the stick drift. And she's freaking out and she's like, ah, oh, I hate these controllers. And I've actually tried to fix them before because there's ways to fix them. You can try and clean them with like isopropyl alcohol or you can try to recalibrate them. I did both of those things. Neither thing worked. You can actually order a part and fix it yourself. Mm -hmm. It's such a widespread issue that Nintendo actually stopped charging for, for fixing joystick drift because people were like, are you serious? Like, this is like the number one manufacturer. It's like, do you remember when Xbox stopped charging people for Red Rings of Death on the yes. Xbox 360? It's the same thing where they're like, okay, everybody's getting this problem. We're just going to, to save face, stop charging people for it. So Laura's like freaking out and she's like, oh, I, I, I just hate this controller. And I just kind of walk back into the office and then I walk back out and I say, Happy Mother's Day. And I handed her a new set of joy cons. <laughs> <laughs> and you were the hero, Mike. The hero. I was. I was. And she's like, oh, why? You got me these. And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't watch you suffer anymore. <laughs> and she's like, well, Mother's Day is Sunday. And I'm like, hon, if Sunday came and I handed you a pair of joy cons and you were like, how long have you had these? And I'm like, since Wednesday, would you have been like, 
And you just let me suffer for like a week. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she would say. Yeah. Right. And, and she's like, yeah, I probably would have said that. And I'm like, so I feel like I've made the correct choice here. But she's so happy with her new Joy-Cons. I got her the neon pink and neon green, which are the Splatoon colors. Oh, okay. I, I only got those at first because it was necessity. It was the only pair that was going to make it here by Mother's Day. Like all of the other colors weren't coming until like a week from now. Right. So it was like, no, nah, I, like, I don't know if she wants these colors, but at the at worst case scenario, she can just trade it for a different color later if she yes, doesn't exactly, like the colors. Yeah. But it turns out she was a really big fan of, of the colors. So she was very happy with her new Joy-Cons. She's actually in the other room right now playing with those fancy Joy-Cons. Oh, and I'm sure she's quite good. happy about it. But also for Mother's Day, she got a couple chocolate bars because it was like, whatever, here's something sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Except this dark chocolate was bitter as hell. Well, I mean, Laura, Laura eats dark chocolate, yeah, so yeah, it's, it yeah. was all for her. But, but yeah, so no, but it was like, okay, well, I want to give her something else, especially since it was like, I gave you something for not Mother's Day. So for actual Mother's Day, I should give you at least something. Yes. So I saved the chocolate and gave her that on Mother's Day. So that was her Mother's Day present was, was the brand new set of Joy-Cons to set her free from the drift and some chocolate that I think she's had half of a bar. I gave her three bars because it was like, Let's last. Let's make it yeah, last. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's a mom. She works hard. She gets three bars of chocolate. Yeah. You know? But what about you? What did you do to, to, well, to spoil Tiff for Mother's Day? Yeah, so Tiff Or did I, you forget? I did not forget. No. But we, we did forget, Mike, to alert all the other dads out there on the podcast. I realized this later, that we should have said last week that, hey, don't forget Mother's Day is coming up next week, guys. You know, we should have done our, our bro duty, but- but we tweeted about it, so after after Mother's Day. We tweeted about it after Mother's Day, but we kind of did. You know, <laughs> kind of alerted them. <laughs> it worked us. But anyway, anyway, yeah. So, no, Tiff and I decided we weren't going to do any, like, gift stuff. She didn't want gifts, but what we ended up doing is we made her breakfast in bed. Ben and I got up and prepared her some pancakes with some fruits and all that kind of stuff. And then earlier in the week, Ben and I made a card for her. So, uh, it was a custom-made Ben card. I did a little bit of writing for him, but he did all the coloring and everything like that. And then we gave her the gift of not having to parent for the day, Mike. <laughs> and what a gift it was. <laughs> so we ended up, Ben and I just kind of hung out on our own and, you know, she watched a lot of Netflix and just de-stressed. I, like all the COVID stuff has been pretty brutal for an HR manager, as you can imagine. Just letting her uh, binge Netflix and, and just take it easy for the day is, is the gift that we provided. Unfortunately, the side effect for me is that it makes it like, you know, 10 days in a row that I've <laughs> been full-time parent. But, you know, that's not about me, Mike. It's not about me. You know, you know what's funny, actually, is I sort of did the opposite by accident. Oh, did you? So yeah. you didn't parent at all. I didn't. People, I No, I did do parenting. Well, okay, I'm then, not saying it, and I don't mean it at all. But Yeah, but here's what ended up happening was part of Laura's Mother's Day gift, and I forgot about this, was we ordered cupcakes from the local vegan bakery. Okay, yep. And just because we felt special, we ordered milkshakes as well. Ooh. And my milkshake did not agree with me. <laughs> And I felt really sick, and so I had to take five for about two hours, and, and Laura was like, 
here you go. You take the kid. I got to go over here and just lie down for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. She, she took him for a walk and listened to a podcast. She said it was very relaxing, so it wasn't a big deal. But it still felt bad because it was like, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. I'm going to go yeah. lie down. Well, it's funny because Tiff actually said the same thing. Uh, I was either like that night after Ben had gone to bed or the next day. But she's like, I kind of felt a little guilty. Like, I felt like a bad mom. It's like, don't feel like that. Like, we all need breaks. Trust me. I get it. You know? But then, yeah, and then for dinner, we ordered uh, from Rise Above, that vegan pizza. Oh, yeah, that place is good. Wing spice. Yeah, it's pretty good. They had a Mother's Day deal for like 45 bucks. You got a pizza, the wings, and some salad and everything. So, How is the pizza? It was it was good. I, I have a really love-hate with the pizza there. The first time we ordered it was, I'm pretty sure, Tiff must have been talking to Laura, and Laura was raving about the pizza, and we ordered it, and it was awful. It was so bad. And I was like, I don't know what the hell Laura thinks is good about this. What flavor was it? I think it was just like pepperoni or what's sorry, quote unquote pepperoni. Like it was like a, a, a basic one, but we've ordered it two times since that includes yesterday. And yesterday was actually pretty good. And the time before was pretty good. So we must have just got, you know, just a bad day or something like that. But I, I actually much prefer the wings there than I do the pizza. I, I really like the wings. See, that's the thing. I, I've never had the pizza because I can't have the pizza. Oh, because it's got nuts in it? They use almond-based, or no, cashew-based cashew, cashew yeah. cheese, and I'm allergic, so I've never had the pizza. But I've I've had, I basically, I every time we order from there, I subsist off their wings and garlic bread, and that's literally all <laughs> I ever eat from that place. Yeah, I don't think, you're not missing anything from the pizza. It's certainly not bad, other than the one time, uh, but certainly not bad, <laughs> but... Uh, I don't like it as much as like Pizza Hut, for instance, or Pizza right. Pizza or something like that. But it is good. I can't complain. But anyway, yeah, that was kind of it for Mother's Day, Mike. But Mike, I have been sitting on this thing now for like three weeks, I think. I've had this topic on my list. I have finally been able to provide my son something I never had as a child myself. Uh, and that is gigabit internet. <laughs> 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 I always swore, Mike, because I don't know. I don't know what it was like in Mount Hope, but in our area uh, of Ancaster, the internet has always been get the beeper ready. It's been f***ing awful. Okay. Um, but they just recently, like last summer came and they did like the fiber to the home and stuff. So now we can actually get good internet and everything. So I took the plunge and, and paid for it. And now we're the, the proud owners of super quick internet, which is amazing. It's there's a lot of stupidity around our telecom system, Mike. Yep. A lot of it. So I ordered it from Bell. So I sold my soul because I swore I would never go back to Bell. But, you know, here I am. You know, I'm back again. They get uh, how they get you. That's I right. Don't know how they, that's I don't know how they got you. I guess it was the gigabit. Internet. It was the Internet. Yeah. I don't care about the TV. We got TV, too. Like, that's more for Tiff. But I have a lot of stupid things here. So I ordered from the Internet. And I phoned them. I said, I want this plan that's on the internet. And is it a promotion? And they said, oh, yes, that is a promotion. But we can give you this other deal, which is a faster internet connection, a better TV plan, and a home phone, because apparently we need that in 2020, Mike, for the same amount of money that I was going to pay for their promotional item. And it's a permanent price, not a promotional price. So it's like, why wouldn't you just put that one on the internet instead i am going to start paying attention a lot more to what you're saying <laughs> if, based as on you that should, information Mike. as because you should 
Because I am a Bell customer, and throughout the years, I have to call them every so often to just be like, "Fix this! You've 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 made this terrible." And like, yeah, uh, because you know, the, the promotional pricing every six months to a year, you, your your bill changes, and and now, like right now, my bill is the most expensive that it's ever been, and the main reason is because I'm too lazy to call them and bitch <laughs> at them. Yeah, but it, it's bullshit, right? So I was with Kojiko before. And that's the main reason I left. We had reasonable internet with them. Not, you know, fast enough. I wasn't going to complain about it. But in the last six months, the price went up $40. Like, isn't that? That's crazy to me. So it's like, well, I'm going to start looking around. I know we could get the fiber stuff now. So that's kind of what I really wanted. But yeah, it's just like, why not just put that online? I I don't understand. It was so stupid. And so I asked the lady on the phone. Probably about seven times is like, is this a promotional price? Is this going to go away after 12 months or 24 months or whatever? She's like, no, 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 no. And sure enough, we got the bill and it is like it's it's a forever ongoing price. So it, it is worth looking. I phoned one of my other friends later and was talking to her about it. And she pays $40 more a month than I do for 10 times slower Internet and less TV. If I, if I remember correctly, you told me about this. Yeah. And you told me how much you're paying, and I think I'm paying $20 more than you. Oh, I don't mind telling you how much I pay. So I am getting, with this sort of off-the-record deal, I guess, is 160 bucks a month for what they consider to be their better TV package. So it's like 160 channels or something like that. Um, and then the internet is their best internet, which is 1.5 gigs down, 1 gig up. Yeah, I'm not paying for that. Yeah. Oh, and home phone, because, again, that's going to get plugged in. <laughs> I have the absolute basic cable. Yeah. I can't remember, because they bumped us to some promotion, and this is why my bill is higher, is we were going to, we were bitched at them about something, so they're like, we're going to bump you up to the next, because like, I, I can get, I got FIBE, the FIBE internet. Yeah. Yeah, which is, this is what mine technically is, is the FIBE plan. We were at we were at fifty five fifty, and now we're at no fifteen, and now we're at five fifty. And our our price bumped because our that promotion ended. So so I'm paying thirty dollars more more than you for less channels and slower internet. But I have a home phone. Yeah, but is that not insane? I don't understand this shit. And what's even dumber, Mike, is so I phoned Kojiko afterwards to cancel because, like, I know they're going to put me through the, you know, the ringer and they're going to do everything they can do to keep me and all that stupid crap. So I phoned them and he's like, oh, well, you know, you've been with us for like 10 years. You know, why do you want to leave? Do you have a new service? Like, oh, yeah, it's already installed. I just I don't want to deal with this. Cancel it for me. So he's like, oh, okay. You know, he goes on hold, comes back five minutes later, and he's like, well, you know, if you would have phoned me earlier, we could have bumped your bill down because I was paying $220 a month. We could have bumped it down to $170 a month for our gigabit plan, which is shittier than Bell's. Yeah. And it's like, you know, maybe you would have kept me if rather than making me phone you, you would have just shot me an email and said, hey, we've got this thing or hey, we're just going to kick you up to the faster speed anyway. Like... I don't understand why this is so challenging for these companies. You know, if you really cared, just throw you a bone now and then. And that's not some sort of bullshit promotional thing like you got stuck with. 
Well, actually, what ended up happening, like back in the day, this is why I liked Bell, is because a door-to-door salesman showed up one day yeah. with a better deal than I was getting through Kojiko. Yeah. And I remember calling Kojiko and being like, if you if you match this, I will stay. And they were like, we'll give you the same thing, but for $50 more. And I'm like, no, that's not what I said. I said, match it and I'll stay. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the, 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 and the funny thing was, is it wasn't even, they weren't even matching it. Like it was... It was less still. And they're like $50 more. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? But for a few months, like, well, not, not a few months, but a couple of years, every so often I'd get an email from Bell that's like, hey, here's another five gigs, five gigs of, of or 10 gigs or 20 gigs. Of like bandwidth or whatever. Of bandwidth. Yeah. Because I, was, I wasn't I was paying for unlimited. I was paying for, you know, an X number. And, and they're like, here, here you go. Here's, here's another 50. And at the time, we weren't coming anywhere near what, what the bandwidth cap was. So it was like, sure, I'll take it. You know, like- why not just keep giving me that and it was great and then i asked them a question about cable and they completely changed my plan and i'm like that's not what i asked you to do i asked you to confirm <laughs> something for me yeah they they gotta sell they gotta sell yeah but now i'm on the tr- but then since then i was trapped somebody like changed my plan while i was talking to them and i'm like well why can't you give me my old plan back and they're like well, that plan doesn't exist anymore oh, that's right. and i'm a, like it's a grandfathered plan yeah yeah and it was like wait did you just delete my plan from existence like i was on the plan <laughs> yeah hit that undo button yeah look at my bill but like, again, again I, it's this stupidity of this whole thing right if you can if you can just suddenly chop like for kojiko if you can just suddenly chop 50 bucks off my bill without even blinking an eye and give me 10 times the internet speed like how much money are you making off me right now what is your profit margin on what i was paying it's got to be like 75 percent profit margin or something like that right yeah but anyway mike going back to the new thing it is it is fantastic i have zero complaints the bell five tv stuff is fantastic because you can watch tv literally on like every device in your house and as long as you're on your wi-fi you can watch it so we have a tv in the backyard not that we've been able to use it this year because it's been so shitty but uh we'll be able to watch tv out there which is really nice and so yeah it's been great but for me i'm most excited about the internet speed because it unlocks a lot of capabilities for me so there's one thing that i've been doing and you and i should play this later on down the road but there is software called parsec gaming are you familiar with parsec at all you've told me about it but i'm pulling a chris here and i don't remember what we said about it (laughs) it is very if you ask tiff she will completely agree with that definition of a chris (laughs) (laughs) but basically what parsec gaming is is like a screen sharing software so you know how we play jackbox games except we use teams and that kind of thing it's like that but it's intended for gaming so basically it lets you remote connect to my computer so for people out there i don't know if you ever had like tech support hop on your computer and move your mouse around and that kind of thing it allows something very similar to that uh, but with much more you know permissions and stuff in place but it it's very low latency screen sharing and the screen sharing is 60 frames per second so what that means mike is if we wanted to play a game together online you know we both have to have our copy of call of duty or whatever and we have to go online and play with each other but if you wanted to play, let's say, a Nintendo Switch game or, you know, maybe an old N64 game or a Super Nintendo game, we have no way of playing it. Even though the game is a two player game, obviously the Internet was not around during the Super Nintendo times. What this does is this lets you connect your joystick to your computer in front of you right now, 
but it passes the the commands over the internet to my computer, and we can both play the same Super Nintendo game at the same time, and there's no ridiculous lag or no nothing. Like, it literally feels like you're in the same room as the person. Really? Have you done this with someone? Yeah, so we played with my friend Rob uh, and his wife, and they live up in Ottawa. We were playing Mario Party on the GameCube just two or three days ago. And it was fantastic. It was so good because we had Discord up in the background. So we were all chatting like we were in the same room, but we were playing N64. And I, you know, I am feel like I would define myself as somebody who's very sensitive to like input lag and lag on the internet. Like I usually can tell. I had no idea. I, I would, if you would have told me I was playing the emulator on my computer versus his, I would have had no clue. So it's awesome. And it's free. That's the even better part. Sorry, I, I might have. My 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 brain might be like, wait, huh? Right. Are you talking about on the uh, as an emulator or on the actual console? No. So this would be on your computer. So your yes, connected- so it's an emulator. Yeah, it'd be an emulator. So I would fire up my my N sixty four emulator on my computer. You would then connect into my computer, and we would play the emulator together. Gotcha. Because I wasn't. I, I got lost because you said something about. I assumed when you were talking about computers that you were talking about emulators or something. Yeah. And then you said GameCube or something, and I got very confused. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Mike. Actual yeah. GameCube. Yeah. But but anyway, yeah. So any emulator you want, or if it's like a modern game that only does couch multiplayer, you can you can play it and like everything like that. But it's great because I don't know about you, Mike, but have you guys had a lot of like. I don't know, Zoom hangouts and that kind of stuff where you're literally, you're not playing Jackbox games, you're not playing anything, you're just sort of sitting there staring at each other, having the hangout. Have you guys done many of those? Yeah, like we've been doing a lot of family ones. We use Google Duo. We've used Zoom once and it was for a Jackbox night because we, we like, we've been doing all sorts of things and we've talked on this show before about how Zoom is like a privacy nightmare. Yes, yeah. So I kind of just been avoiding Zoom as much as I possibly could. And we tried to play Jackbox with some friends the other night and we were using Facebook chat. And there's actually a browser extension that that you can put on Chrome so that you can screen share if you're playing on Facebook. Right. Like doing video chat. So we did that and I discovered while we were playing that if you add a second call... It won't screen share anymore. You can only screen share to one person. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we were, we were trying to get a bunch of people together to play. So it didn't work. So it was like, well, crap. Now I need another thing because I don't have access to teams. Whenever we've done teams, you've had teams. Yeah. Because my company pays for it. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, it's funny because my computer, my work is set up on Microsoft as a, as a business account. Yep. So I assumed that we had Teams. I do not have Teams. Oh. Like, I signed in with my work <laughs> account and everything. And they're like, your administrator needs to, to, to sign, like, to, to allow Teams to be used. Right. Like, okay. Well, you know, I'm not calling my boss on a Saturday night to be like, can you put Teams on so that I can play <laughs> Jackbox with friends, you know? But because that wasn't working and, and Facebook wasn't working, it was we the only option because somebody in the chat was like, well, Zoom works. You can just use Zoom. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you don't want, you don't want to use Zoom. Yeah, I don't want right. to use Zoom. But it, but it was like everyone's here. We invited everybody to do it. Let's just do it. 
you know so yeah. so we did one we did one zoom night to play jackbox oh, but okay. for the most part for the most part we've been using duo or facebook chat when we when we've been doing the video chats right yeah so so we've done a few of like literally we'll just call them straight date nights or hangout nights or whatever and they're okay but there's just something so weird about it right i, I don't know like i feel like if, if you and i and and tiff and laura were all hanging out We'd be doing something. We'd be watching the pay-per-views. We'd be playing games. We'd be doing something. Whereas if in this situation, it's like you're just literally staring at each other talking, which is great for a certain amount of time. But, you know, after the third hour, it's like, well, what do we talk about? We we can't leave the house. You know, we can't do anything. Yeah. Whereas I found like this is if this is brought me back to like high school days, right? Where we just hang out and while you're playing the game, you're just shooting the shit about stuff. And it's sort of, you know, if you run out of stuff to talk about, that's okay. You focus on the game. And then when the game's done, you talk about a little bit more stuff. It was a, it was really, really fun. So we're going to have to, we'll have to try it, Mike. It's really yeah, good. Definitely. I think it'd be a lot of fun if we can, we can pull that off and it's, I'm sure we have all of the pieces needed. Oh yeah, to, to, Absolutely. To do it, but yeah, no, that'll be good. And and speaking of playing games together over the internet, we said at the end of last week's episode that we were going to do a community Jackbox night, and we were going to invite anybody who wants to come to to play Jackbox with you and me, and probably our wives and anyone else who wants to to join in and have some fun. And and we said that what we would do is we we put a date in the future so that we could be like, hey, we're coming to this date, everybody come and play. I'm thinking. Because it's a Sunday night, and it's a couple weeks from now, May thirty first, as as the, our our party night with the That's community. That's the official that- date. Should I check my calendar? Let's see. <laughs> is, it, is it empty? I bet it's empty. <laughs> Let me take a look. May thirty first looks pretty empty to me. Mike. Yeah. Hey, all. Mike here. After we finished recording this episode we had a bit of a discussion and we felt that because of the way things are in the world some people are still going back to work on mondays and june 1st is actually a back to work date for some people so rather than bother people on the night before they have to go back to work we're going to do this on saturday may 30th not may 31st so every time after that that you know you hear me talking about may 31st think may 30th may 30th thanks yeah so i'm thinking may 30th so if if that's cool with you i think i'm gonna throw that out as may 30th is is your night to play jackbox games with us and we'll have some fun yeah and we'll, we'll throw out a time once we get a little closer to the date and everything like that yeah, we're not just going to... It'll be after... It'll be like we're on Eastern Standard Time or Eastern Daylight Time or whatever. Stu- we're Eastern Time. Yes. That's all you need to know. That's right. And we'll have to... And we'll. I'm pretty sure we'll do it on Twitch. I feel like that's the only way we'll do it. We'll do it on Twitch. We'll tweet it out. We'll put it on Facebook because we have the Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads Twitch channel that yep. we used for Extra Life. And so we'll just we'll just put it there and, and play with everybody and anyone who wants to join in can, can join in. And it'll probably be after 8... Yes, after bedtime. After bedtime. After bedtime. <laughs> Definitely after bedtime. <laughs> that's, that's a key part of this whole thing. Yeah, and we'll see how, how quickly it devolves from being as PG-13 as the show is. Yeah, oh, it's going to be, it'll be gruesome. But it'll be a lot of fun. But it's funny that you brought it up because I actually had one of my friends was talking to me about it. It's like, oh, I heard the podcast. That games night sounds awesome. I want to do it. So it's like, Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, now you know. Probably around 8 o'clock on May 30th. So you can uh, yeah. join us then. And it's funny because uh, I was playing with 
I, I most of the time I have a standing Jackbox night on Thursdays with coworkers. Yes, and for the most part, it stays fairly safe. It was coworkers you know, like, though. It's coworkers, it's coworkers yeah. right? So I played the Jackbox night with my friends on Saturday. So many dicks, so many butts. Like it was just <laughs> poop everywhere. Yeah. Like it just devolved. The, the internet into, came alive that night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I assume, I assume when we're playing on Twitch, it'll probably be a little more towards the end of, of poop and dick humor. Yes. Just, just please no racism. Please no racism, people. Yes, definitely. And well, if in, can you boot people from Jackbox? I don't even know. I, I don't know. I assume you can. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out together if you're a jerk. So don't be a jerk. Yeah, and we can, maybe we should set up like a Discord server or something. Two people can join and talk to us as well. My God, Mike, this could balloon into something huge. It could. Or it could be very empty and <laughs> <laughs> just be you and me talking to each other. Yeah, well, much. you know what? That's just as good. Yeah, it's another avenue for us to talk to each other. But I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to thedads at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds, FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more Nerdy Dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Quick, I need to come up with something depressing to say to end the episode. We can't I, go I have something. Happy. No, 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 no. I have something exciting to say. Oh. This is breaking news, Mike. Oh, really? Becky Lynch, pregnant. Oh, wow. She just renounced her title on Raw because she is pregnant with Seth Rollins' child. Oh, well, that's... Yeah. Well, good for her anyway, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't have to like Seth, but we all love yeah. Becky, so that's great. Great, great. Happy to hear that, that things are going nice for Becky. She's going to have a nice ginger child, and it'll be... <laughs> it'll be uh, the next wrestling messiah. That's right. That's right. She should be second-gen... Second gen, the man, the second gen man. I've already named it. Yeah, perfect. The t-shirts are coming. Perfect. Have you seen Elon Musk? What they named his kid or whatever? That's got to be a joke. It has, it has to, be. to be a joke. I there's no way like the naming office would look at that and say, "Yeah, okay." Stamp. <laughs> Laura told me. Laura told me that one of her old customers at Big B. He told her that the government, at least in Canada, calls you when you file a name with them that's weird and is like, are you sure? Before they put it through. Because he was saying that when the wife was under the heavy influence of all the drugs and they gave him the forms to fill out, he put the child's middle name as Sonic Boom. (laughs) I think we talked about this when we talked about crazy baby names before. Yeah, but there you go. There's another yeah, story. There's a, there's a micism. There's for another you, right? micism. But uh, yeah, no, I know they check, and I know they actually have the right to say no. You cannot name your child this. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. Could you imagine? I'm sure there's got to be some idiots out there. Is like, yeah, Sonic Boom. That'd be a great first name. Or Sonic is the first name. Boom is the middle. You know. I'm gonna name him after my hero, Adolf. Adolf. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. We'll have to do a, a- uh, Baby Names 2020, or I guess 2019. 
whenever that yeah, whenever that comes when, out. What, yeah, I don't know when movie did that before. But. I don't remember. I feel like it was in the 30s, maybe. It's a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it's like a little mini episode after the main episode there, Mike. 